Welcome to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West, dedicated to the principle that America was better off when our TV shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers. We always try to live by that screed, don't we? Which screed? <laughs> oh, that creed. Oh, yeah, I don't like lawyers anyway. <laughs> The only, only thing worse than a lawyer is a politician. Well, the only thing worse than that is a politicking lawyer. There you go. All right. Welcome to Emil Francis, Voices of the West. Harry Alexander Bunker to France. Todd Roberts with us. Uh, Todd's in Los Angeles today. Our Hello, guest, gentlemen. Howdy, howdy, and howdy. Uh, that that would make a good law firm, I think. A good howdy, Western howdy, law, law firm. Howdy, 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 and howdy, howdy, rowdy, and dowdy. <laughs> In any event, our guest today is Barb Whitus, and uh, she's coming to us from Minnesota. Minnesota. And uh, she is uh, one of those uh, fortunate ones who... I don't know, fortunate is what I word. <laughs> She's one of the, the folks who responded to our uh, Best Westerns contest. You know, email us what you think you like, or not what you think. Email us what you like, and then come on the show and talk about it. And so that's what we're doing today. Uh, hi, Barb. Hello. Hello. Howdy, howdy, Hello. and howdy. There I you are. I've got some PSAs here. Yeah, we got, uh, we got some housekeeping that we need to do ahead of time. Uh, first off, we need to mention that uh, Little Beaver passed on Thursday. Uh, Robert Blake. 89 years old. Little Beaver. I love he, The Red Riders were some of the very best Westerns, and he was, what, I think, the very best. You know, what was what Little I found Beaver. surprising when I read the obit, they didn't even mention any of the Westerns he was he did. He, it, was, he had, it was the Hour Gang stuff and then moving into uh, television. He did not like that. Uh, period don't forget it. Go ahead. Don't forget about uh, tell him Willie Willie Boy was here. Yeah. Oh, that's later on. But he 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 really was not happy with his childhood. His I guess his dad was a little abusive, and they really hustled him for the picture work, and he didn't make anything off of it. No, no, never did. But, but anyway, he had a fortunate life. But he was a very entertaining actor. R.I.P. Little Beaver. Go ahead. Okay. Well, coming up on Saturday, April first of the year two thousand twenty-three. It's the spring trail ride down at the Empire Ranch. Now, they want you to join, uh, join them for an authentic trail ride experience through La Cienegas National Conservation Area. Reserve your ride today at www.empireranchfoundation.org. And you, know, you can bring your own horse or... And they are limited to 40 horse rentals, so they ask you to sign up early to guarantee the experience. That's for the rental horses. Uh, and you can choose from guided horseback rides, uh, one at 9.30 a.m., it's a 90-minute ride. One at 1 p.m., that's a 90-minute ride. There's a purchased lunch served from 11 to 12.30, and that will be a chuck wagon lunch available uh and you can also, if you just want to come out and grab a chuck wagon lunch, you can do that and not have to do any of the other stuff. Or come down to the ranch and just wander around. And just get lost, you know. So all rides must be reserved in advance with or without horses. Day of the event registrations will not be available. Now, this is, this is a fundraising event to benefit the Empire Ranch Foundation. And it's at the Los Cienegas National Conservation Area, Sonoida, Arizona, at seven miles north of Sonoida. Three miles back in, paved road all the way to the to the gate, and it's located off of Scenic Highway 83 and on East Empire Ranch Road. And I'll tell you what, this has been going on for some time, and it is quite an event. And if you when you're out there on the ride and you get thirsty, they've got a mule. Generally, Faith is, is pack. Uh, Got painters on it, and it's full of full of little soft drinks. No hard drinks, but sodas and waters. Are they doing uh, a wagon this time? Uh, I didn't see it on there, and I I missed the last board meeting because they didn't give me the right number to to zoom in. I hate zooms. <laughs> zooms right. are not my thing. Go to empireranch.org to find out more. Coming up on Saturday, the twenty five of March, from ten a.m. to three p.m is an event happening out at the Mescal movie set. They are celebrating Steve McQueen and the film Tom Horn that was filmed out there at Mescal. Two of the two of uh, the Mescal legends uh, from the time, Cliff Owens and Jack Wester, uh, they were in that film. They'll be out there and uh, featured uh, 
be there to take on and meet you, uh, meet and greet the fans and sign free posters that they'll be handing out. So that's happening 10 to 3, Saturday, March 25 at the Bescal Movie Set. And they are located uh, east of Tucson off of Interstate 10. And the best way to find out where and find out much more is go to mescalmovieset.com and uh, learn more about it that way. And if you're heading east, as you're, before you get to Benson, there's a sign that says Mescal Road. You get off and you head north. And you can see it back there in the foothills. Yeah, you, you can, you can. All right, Barb Whitus, welcome to the program. Welcome. Uh, thank you very much for selecting me and I say hi and it's nice to talk to you all um, I met Bunker last a year ago at the Empire Ranch um, uh, day in November uh-huh yeah 2021 and then I didn't I missed it last year because I was still on the cattle drive at the tombstone monument ranch well that sounds like fun. Now, yes, it was. Yeah, now, you, you're quite the busy lady here. You've got uh, the uh, Cali Farm riding and boarding stable that is uh, up in Minnesota. Is that Monticello or Monticello? It's Monticello here. Okay. And uh, so that that's a 20-acre boarding and riding lesson facility. Uh, you do full uh, full care horse boarding and riding lessons, and you start. You got this idea that you wanted to do something like this when you turned the ripe young age of thirteen. Yeah, well, I sent you a picture. It's in your email, whatever. Yeah. But by the age of four, my nickname was Roy. <laughs> you sound like a late boomer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I started back. Um, you know, riding to that, and then I, you know, kind of carried on, and then of course the high chaparral came along. Yeah, my favorite, favorite, favorite question. Oh, Bunker is just beaming when you say that. <laughs> I yeah. am. Oh, okay. The high chaparral, it's her favorite. Well, turn, of course you want me it to is. Turn it up for you there. It's, yeah, yeah, of course it is. It's everybody's yeah. favorite. It is it's the greatest is. West, TV western ever made. Well, greatest theme right. ever made. Okay, well, on we'll, TV. We'll that, look at yeah, that's that's <laughs> ingrained into my mind, etc. And I still remember specific horses because it's on all the time anyway. Yeah. that were I was attracted to. Yeah, and, did, you know, watch your hand. I was just looking at the. Uh, at uh, things a couple of days ago, the different horses that they they had used on the show, and I didn't real I've forgotten that Manolito started out with one horse and ended up with another, same way with a bunch of them. How about yeah, you? But um, I wrote anything they gave me. The Appaloosa Chestnut Appaloosa attracted me. That he, it stood out. I wanted one of those, but I ended up with the Palomino. So. Um, <laughs> Oh well, you know it was you know it was the Roy that came out. Again. Yeah, the Roy that came out the again. The, the the picture that Barb is talking about, she sent a picture of her Christmas stocking from 1960, and her name is on it, Barbara, but it's also inscribed as Roy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. All right, well, let's talk about your uh, before we. We're going to go. We're going to in and yeah, out we're of the movies just jump, and your, jump and around your, here. And your, and your uh, jump, rent, yeah, farm just, stuff. We're just going to jump stuff. around. So uh, let's get to the meat of the matter. Uh, your favorite westerns are the Hoppies, Johnny Mac Browns, and of course Roy um, Gene Autry and Roy Rogers, of course. And depending when I kind of found out about them or had access to them by a. Uh, you know when the t- cable came out and all the YouTube stuff. Yeah, it's, it wasn't available other than the reruns were ending up, and I was you know getting out of childhood, and so I just saw some of them and I didn't know. And then when satellite came around, I'm like, oh my god, here's this <laughs> whole new bunch of really cool. Didn't sleep much in those days. She's stuck by the TV. She can't do any any horse riding or anything. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I in my in my investigations, I have this strong feeling that Tom Mix means something special to you, mainly because I I saw there was a picture of him up at your place. Yeah, and I kind of found out about it a little later, but um. Uh, a guy that was here for a while, that was his, uh, he was boarding a horse, he had started riding late in the 
before we got a test on horse and we called it Tony. So we we were we we had our dead cowboy cover and we went to places where we would see significant things that happened to cowboys. Uh-huh. So the de- the Tom Mix Memorial and um, Rex Allen, where um, uh, uh, Morgan or, or not, well Morgan and um, the Wyatt Tombstone, of course, and then um, Warren Earp in Wilcox, and et cetera, et cetera. So that was our dead cowboy tour. That was great. That's, I wish more people would do stuff like that. You know, uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. You know, True West, they, they they promote those kind of things. I have pictures when my wife and I celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary last year. We did a ride around southeast Arizona and went to those places that we used to live near but never went to, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the places that we went to was Johnny Ringo's grave. And I have a picture of it on my phone. Did you lay down next to it? No, I, I didn't go back because it was too far for me to walk. Back that way, and uh, mobility issues. And so, um, you went to the Chiricahuas? Yeah, we went there as well. But uh, I didn't do any walking, but I do have a picture of Johnny Ringo's grave on my phone. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, there's, uh, you can also find uh, the uh, Johnny Ringo death place where the tree is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so and that's important as well. Yeah, and that ham sandwich that he had last was it's still, still there. there. We're going to have to talk to Bob Bozell about organizing a dead cowboy tour. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah. With a cooler of beer and sandwiches. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to jump ahead here for a second. I understand from looking at some pictures that you are a cross draw lady. Ooh. Well, not really, because I, I write handed, because you got to ride the horse with the left. So right. you have the two guns, the cowboy mounted and they're both pointed the same way. Aha. So you're a mounted shooter, Barb? Yes, she is. Yes. Wow. Well, we had, uh, we've had uh, Jim Rogers on the show. Yeah. Jim Rogers is uh, the founder of cowboy, cowboy mounted shooting. Yeah, I think he just retired, is it? Yeah, he yeah. retired a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, Todd, I was going to tell you that, that there's some SAS people up here, too, but I like the horse part of it, and I really like watching these team movies. Are you uh, cracking up on yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's nothing like running at a full gallop and firing your pistols at balloons. That's as close to the Wild West as you can get, especially when they shoot back. <laughs> Don't right. watch the movies and watch whether they're actual Johnny Mac Brown yeah. or whoever or uh-huh. stunt double. So, Take the Winchester out and flip it right. over and over his back, shoot one guy out, yeah. flipping the gun, yeah. shoot another yeah. guy. Yeah. Or, or, I just love it. I go back. All right. I want to watch it. So I got to know, what is it that attracted you? To the Hoppy films, the Johnny Mac Brown films, and, and such, uh, it, it, I, do you enjoy those more than you do the modern day westerns? Well, basically, but I mean, I'm a John Wayne, died in the wool. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Bless you, absolutely. Barb. And my thing is that I like the music so much. I put the phone in my pocket when I was riding and training horses. Hmm. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I, I train dressage, and they have a thing called um, a musical freestyle. And you ride the different movements of the dressage thing to music, and it's a five-minute little deal where you, you know, do a freestyle of the different movements that you have to do. Uh-huh. And I did mine to John Wayne's Western movie. So the Comancheros, Neil Bravo, Sons of Katie Elder, and um, How the West Was Won. I picked out parts of the movie themes, uh-huh. and I would place it, like the horse's cantering, uh-huh. or trotting, going sideways, uh-huh. doing changes, um, going fast, or going slow, in this five-minute little program. How cool. How so I'm riding cool. in all these English stuff with my coattails and my top hat kind of a thing. Oh. <laughs> and riding the 17-2 hand warm blood, 
John Wayne. Wow. Well, let me ask you this, because I, you know, I love John Wayne. He was like, you know, as a kid growing up, he was kind of like, gee, I wish my dad was John Wayne. And you got to meet him and work with him. Yes, I did. Uh, but I just, uh, I, I, I love the old Lone Pine and monograms almost as much as some of the newer ones. Uh, do you have a preference between the older ones, the old black and whites, or the new ones, or do you, like me, love them both? Well, yeah, because you can now you can just pick and choose. You just can just play them whenever you want. You yeah, want to right. Them. And you can just go, okay, I just have the mood for this part of it, or I want to see this. And, you know, I go through where I watch them a little bit, and then I go on to, you know, the next, you know, Poppy for a while, and then Roy for a while, and he, <laughs> you know, I mean, okay, well, I'm going to watch this, because I really like it. And that really attracted me. Well, too. Have you Better seen the fight scenes? Have you seen? <clears throat> sorry. Have you seen all of the Hoppy movies? Just about. I think there's a few that might be missing because mm-hmm. they had them on here on file. Yeah. And I recorded them all, but I don't think I have sixty. Because that's what I yes, think there's yes. out there. There's 66, 66 films. <clears throat> what is? Uh, what's your favorite Hoppy film? Well, I really like the first one. Yep. I'll and then the... Because I like the music in there that follows the star. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is never... I've never heard that recorded done since then. Well, that that was part of the, uh, the television series, and that was adopted when whoever it was that bought up the rights to all those Hoppy movies and their he company... No, no, no. I'm talking about now. Oh, okay. And, and whoever's put them all into a package, that's that's the music that they use. I think that's great. Well, we got to do our first commercial break here. We're talking with Barb Whitus. She's a, a fan of Westerns, just like we are. Here on Amal Francie's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts, we're streaming to you live from the uh, White Stallion Ranch. And uh, there's somebody here who's going to tell you so much more about it right after... And we'll be right back. Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were built. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that wants you as a client, not just as a customer. This is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name, but the same great service you've come to expect. I, Miss Wilkinson, is now Wilkinson Wealth Management. 7411 East Tank of Verde in Tucson, 520-777-1911. Watch Old West silent movies anytime at VoicesOfTheWest.net. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg Anderson. Served two tours in Afghanistan, Bronze Star and Purple Heart recipient, and unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out how you can help. All right, listeners, you like Westerns, right? I mean, you do listen to this program. 
So you want a chance to tell the rest of the world which Westerns you think are the best? I'm always ready to back up whatever I say. Here's how. Email us your picks for your top five Westerns. Tell us why you think those five are the best cowboy movies. You got any more you want to say on the subject? Each month, we'll pick one entry and offer you the chance to talk about your choices as a guest on our live stream and resulting podcast of the Voices of the West program. Pretty simple, right? We want to hear from you. We have our men scouring the valley. Email your list to bestwesterns, voicesofthewest at gmail.com. I guess that's all we need to hear. You're looking for trouble, Donovan? You aim to help me find some? This is the Voices of the West. Dressing up in style for in a little while I'm gonna ride into town And every cowboy pal I know will lift his demon toes Mayday rolls around Welcome back to Abel Franzi's Voices of the West Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, Todd Roberts in Los Angeles Our guest, Barb Whitus, and uh, she's out of Monticello, Minnesota We were talking about uh, her favorite westerns and such This, this lady, folks, uh, is, she's the real deal if you want to find out about horses, uh, she has trained and showed Arabs, quarter horses, Morgans, saddlebreds, thoroughbreds. Her disciplines include western, reining, eventing, dressage, driving, saddle seat, hunt seat, sa- side saddle, halter, obstacles, jumping cowboy, mounted shooting, team sorting, penning. Have horses will train is her motto. I love it. So, Barb, I have to ask you, that that all being the case, um, what films do you like to watch where you see horse work and you like them because of their horse work? There you go. The Hoppies, because of Hoppy was okay, but Russell Hayden, fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, um, I I like really watching Coy um, because of the collection that he did on Trigger, where he, I mean, I was fascinated that he could canter in place and just sing and just do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Did all these things. And I know that, um, you know, sideways is not that big a deal to be anymore. But um, and then Gene had the evolution between being the original champ and moving on to his TV champ. But he was the only horse that rode that was collected and had a headset, which was Interesting. Interesting. Um, let me ask you, Barb, or let me t- let me get, share a Roy Rogers uh, little nidbit. You know, with, when he started in the picture business, he was a farm boy, uh, and he had ridden, but mostly on the back of a farm horse. And he wasn't he wasn't really a cowboy, but he 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 made up his mind that if he was going to do this, he was going to be the be- best that he could be. And he would go out and he would ride, and what he would do is he would watch his shadow. Mm-hmm. And he used that, and he, he said, I kept at it until me and, the, me and the horse's shadow were one, and it flowed. He says, and from that point on, he says, I never felt, I never felt uh, like I had a problem. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, and he was athletic, he was young. I mm-hmm. mean, you put your mind to it, that's, it's not, un, you know, it's totally attainable. Especially well, you, when you want you want to be something. Well, you know, and that's also so Put many the of those guys. It. You know that they weren't horsemen, but they became horsemen. You know, uh, Bill Boyd wasn't a horseman; he became a good horseman. Uh, Gene Autry was was a farm boy; he wasn't a cowboy. He became a, a, a very decent horseman. He wasn't the world's greatest, but he looked; he still looked good. I watched two uh, Gene Autrys this morning, and I find no fault in his horse. Well, Johnny Mac Brown was a football, a college football player. But he turned out to be a pretty good horseman as well. But he played football on horseback. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's a sport called pata okay. that they play in Brazil. <laughs> and to watch the B Western, that the majority of people, even the extras, obviously, yeah. were horse people. I don't, I find interesting how the band or the boys that sang. Yeah. I felt sorry for them because I'm sure they were recording the music without them being on a horse uh-huh. because those poor guys, oh my God. 
Well, yeah, and, and a lot of the guys who were uh, in, in those movies in the 20s and 30s and 40s, they had been in uh, rodeo before, or in, you, you know, yeah, in Wild West shows. I mean, Tim McCoy had his own Wild West show. Uh, Hoot Gibson was a, a performer in rodeo and in Wild West shows. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, uh, I mean, you know, or, or the guys that were with the 101. Group, I mean, geez. Uh, Mix came out of there. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you watch the Bob you Jones. watch that type of of stuff, and then you watch a modern day western where you got Matt Dillon bop, hopping up and bopping up and down in the saddle, and you kind of wonder. Well, you know, this is this is an interesting thing. It's like you, when you look at films, and and we're, I'm guilty of it too. So I'll look at it and I'll go, he can't ride, but then I'll go, wait a minute, he's a town's guy. They didn't. They weren't all horsemen. They, right. they, you know, back in that period, they probably they could drive a team, but they may not ride that much. And so, you know, you you kind of have to look at if the guy's playing a cowboy, he damn sure better well be able to ride like a cowboy, like Jack Palance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like in the uh, um, the uh, common Charles, where Stuart Stuart Whitman goes. When I want a horse, I say to the whatever. Come and bring me the horse, and here, take the horse. Yeah. I don't do anything with the horse. I don't water it. I don't do that stuff. Yeah. That's what I do, because I am a, you know, a fancy I'm not, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. when I was That's, little, and we'd be, you know, we'd be out uh, horsebacking, uh, if my hand wandered over to the saddle horn, Someone would slap it with a ring. It was like, like, oh, that thing is only there for one thing, dallying. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to grab leather, but that's that's you know you, you see some of the best some of the best cowboys I've seen do that. Ben Johnson that does it, but they do it because it was necessity, not because well, they couldn't. It's run. better to stay on than be on the ground and left. Yeah. When everyone is rode off and your horse is hightailing it. Speaking about that, I got a coffee cup for Bunker that uh, highlights that very thing, and it's called "Thank You for Flying Amateur Air." Do you want to read that? Yes, Are you I able do. To read that? And, and Barb, I'm going to dedicate this to you. <laughs> okay. Exit one location on the front. Rear and sides. You may experience some turbulence during your descent. Please remain on the ground until your body comes to a full stop. In the unlikely event of a water landing, your saddle pad may be used as a flotation device. Thank you for flying air amateur, and we hope you enjoy your trip. Yes. And it has a, uh, the, the art depiction is a horse that's just thrown the guy, and the guy is in uh, shambles uh, in front of the horse. Well, I hate to say this. <laughs> it looks like you, doesn't it? Well, no, no. It's a flat saddle, and it's, it, looks like, it looks like somebody that didn't go to Barb's place to learn how to ride your son. <laughs> Well, you know, that's how the yodel was born. There you go. <laughs> the cowboy went up, and the horse went up, the cowboy came down and landed on the old saddle horn. That's how I got the name Squeaky. Well, I want to hit some other stuff about you here. I uh, see you were a member of the Dressage Federation, your uh, Grand Learner Judge Program. You boarded directors for several different organizations and groups. You were a bronze and silver medalist in U.S. dressage team. You're, I understand. Now the uh, second win renegades—that's a mounted shooting. Are you part of that group? No, I'm part of the Minnesota mounted shootings. Okay. I don't know if the other one may be on the out state more, and they may be right on that another state, um, but. I'm part of the Minnesota. That's where I get my buckles from. Yeah. And I watched some footage on some of your some of your young ladies playing horse soccer, and it looked like they were just having a ball. <laughs> oh, that was so cool. I mean, we have those kids on those horses, English style, and they're just, you know, they were competing earlier in the day and the next day, and they're riding these fancy kind of horses, and they're just going for that, that <laughs> ball. And one of them actually once did put his foot on it once and flattened it. That gives, I mean, a little, 
it gives them a lot of confidence too when they get there because they're forgetting about you know all of the uh, things that you're supposed to be remembering. They're just having fun and getting bonded to the how a horse moves. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. We did it. And we were able to do it a couple times, and it, it was just a hoot. Just a hoot. We we did some you know drill stuff too, and we. You know, did, you know, did things with the kids. So we did a lot of stuff. We did parades. You know, we oh, you want to do this? Let's go do this. You know, so <laughs> it was a wild time. How far away do you live from Northfield? Um, probably about an hour and a half. Do they do any reenactments up there of, uh, of the of Jesse the fam- James? Yeah, the famous raid. Yeah. You betcha. They've you- been doing it every year, and it's like anything that's real close to you go to. No. I, I'm going to places in Arizona and New Mexico, but I don't go, don't ever get down to Northfield to see that. Oh, okay. I was going uh, to ask if you participated in that. Do you, Frank, you think Frank or Jesse might have hid out at your place on the way out? <laughs> uh, I think they went south. They went south, okay. <laughs> She's north. Yeah. yeah. I'm about, um, yeah, north and west. All right, we're going to take our next commercial break here on Amal Franzi's Voices of the West. We're talking to Barb Whitus. She is a uh, horse uh, uh, instructor, not instructing horses, but instructing people how to ride horses. She instructs horses. Well, I suppose she, yeah, well, well, all right, we'll go with that. Any four legs or two legs. You know, the people are probably harder to train than the two-legged, than the four-legged ones, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, Todd Roberts with you. It's Amal Franzi's Voices of the West, and we'll be back with much more right after these messages. Stay tuned. Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year, we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. The Tucson Trap and Ski Club dates from 1948 and is now at 7800 West Old Ajo Highway. The club owns 80 acres and leases 300 more from Pima County that supports 50 trap fields, 15 skeet fields, two five-stand fields, two sporting place courses with 12 stations each, a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, 200 full-service RV hookups for members, and free Wi-Fi. This expansive facility gives enough room to host major national and international events annually, bringing thousands of people to the community. Check it out at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. You've got some cattle you want rustled but don't have enough henchmen of your own to do the job little lady up the road a piece won't strike a deal with you about water rights you out there come one step near and old best here'll spit right in your eye so you need to strike your own deal but you need the right henchman to do the job the stage is hauling a wells fargo box loaded with gold you've got the perfect spot to liberate that gold but blank henchman to pull off the job what to do? You better start packing a handgun. Call Red a Hench. We're a bad guy rental agency. We provide you with enough scrappy henchmen to tackle any job with specific directions. Just listen to what Red a Hench users have to say. Well, you know, when I joined Red a Hench, I was trained by Bud Osborne, Charlie King, and some of the best head henches there ever was. And I'm going to guarantee you that you cannot hench without the proper henches around. And that's just a gentle hitch. When you need sheer numbers of henchmen, call us. We specialize in stage holdups, water right disputes, squatter troubles, cattle rustling, and much more. Our red henchmen may not be able to think their way out of a paper bag, but they sure can follow directions, and they won't sing to the law about you if they get caught. See our ad in the Saturday Evening Post or Harper's Weekly. Hey, not only that, when you're in the Long Branch and you want to go next door to Doc's to get that bullet out of your shoulder, Get a Renahens to sit there on your place and keep your whiskey warm while you're gone. Renahens, when you need bad guys to do bad guy stuff so you can keep your hands clean. You let me do the work. So this is Sergeant Whitlock, United States Cavalry, and I'm here on Voices of the West. <laughs> Sergeant Whitlock, of course, is the one and only John Mars, who starred in that movie, yes. Counting uh, counting Bullets. Yes. 
Travis Mills production. Great stuff, man. And you this song was just dedicated to Barb. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, Thank Barb, you. <laughs> Barb Whitus is our guest here on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, and I just want to back up a moment. If uh, you, 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 if you really like westerns uh, and you need to explore these brand new westerns, that, well, they're not that new anymore, but they're still new to uh, to us, <laughs> I think. <laughs> They have color now, you they know. Have, they have and color. sounds. Color and sound. What do they think of next? Anyway, John Mars and uh, Travis Mills produced uh, a buttload, uh, 12 of them, actually. 12 and 12. 12 and 12. 12 Westerns in 12 months. During COVID. During COVID. Yeah. You can find them uh, scattered about on some of the uh, streaming services, some on YouTube. Um, and, uh, well, you can also go to runningwildfilms.com yeah. and find out. A bought, bunch it's, it's, more about website about their films because it's just good, good stuff. And John Mars is working in everything. It seems like you nowadays. know, yeah, yeah. So good actor. All right, back to our guest, Barb Whitus. Well, you know, uh, I got a question for you. This is this is you know you mentioned your cowboy heroes. Uh, who are your favorite sidekicks? Ah. Uh-huh. Well, of course, Gabby Hayes is great. I do like Smiley Burnett. Yeah. I like Fuzzy Knight. Um, I think a little bit of, um, what's his name, uh, the other one uh, that was with Buster Fabula. I kind of get a little bit. He's the king of the, him. he's the king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of the, you know, gymnastics kind of thing, a rubbery kind of thing. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, All yeah. the sons of the pioneers, you know, all the boys. And, you know, you're 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 breaking up you're breaking up a bit there, Barb. Go back to okay. Smiley. You were talking about Smiley. Yeah. I mean the Smiley and the Gene movies uh-huh. before the war, before he left. You mm-hmm. know they were, you know they just had it down. There's so much, and then they, you know, it didn't even bother you when they just would break into a song. And Smiley has such some of the weird songs and everything. They were, I don't know, it just fit. Yeah. Well, you know, you, 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 you're, you're right on there because, of course, I think probably Gabby Hayes is everybody's favorite. Yep, yep. And he was he was the, the one sidekick that could make you cry. And, yeah. he, and he could hold his own and he could save the hero. Well, especially when they'd shoot him. Yeah. I mean, the first time I uh-huh. saw a Gabby shot, oh, that when, was uh, when it, he was Wendy on the first Hoppy. On, on, on the Hoppy series, he, he gets shot. And it's like, wait, you can't do that. And he was, <laughs> they, they loved him. They loved him so much, they had to bring him back. They changed his name. Yeah, but, but, but that, he, you know, yeah. come on. You just don't, you don't do that. <laughs> And here's the other interesting thing, you know, because I, I was thinking about this today. Uh, a Smiley Burnett is definitely number two. Mm-hmm. And, and, and why? Well, because he, he he was funny, but he could write songs. He could write a he, – he, he, they would be going out to location, He'd and Gene would say, mm-hmm. Smiley, we need a song, and he would write a song. And he could play all of those instruments. He was multi-talented. He was – very athletic. Uh, yeah, I love all the sidekicks, but except for Pinky Lee. And, uh, but he was definitely the number two guy. You got any favorite female writers, Barb? Um, some of them that are, I don't follow them quite as much, but there's certain ones that do different films. I was just watching the John background Son of Lord Dan, which is one of my, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. And the lady... I think it was Jean Kelly or yep. she played heiress. Yep, um, yep, yep. Man, she had some shots in there. Where she's just riding, 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 and they're chasing her and they're doing stuff. It's like, and or, or she's just riding along and looking the sun and what, what a nice day and looking at the sun <laughs> and looking, you know, like yes, yes, I mean, we're just doing it. Because well, there, there was there was one that uh, was with Hooter. Uh, on many of his films, I want to say Helen Gibson, but I don't think that's right. Uh, Helen was the first name, I believe. Uh, but uh, she, she was a trick rider, was in a lot of rodeos, and uh, she could match the Hooter. <laughs> well, you know, she she uh, she did silence. She had a, several yeah. serials. Yeah, she was the queen of the serials there for several well, years. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. just, oh, here's another one for you, Barb. We 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 kind of tickled the sidekicks for a minute. 
Who are your favorite heavies? Do you have any guys that stand out? We got several that we just love, but mm-hmm. everybody's got their favorites. Favorite bad well, guys. I, I guess from this show, I started noticing the specific and putting a name to them, which is the basics of Charlie King and the Roy Barcrop, you know, yes. and yeah. things like that. But the fight scene, some of those, and not the fight recognize uh, yep, that. Or you're the sleazy thirties looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> you just they just ooze oily sleeves. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we you know, we ha- we have this school for henchmen and one of the new classes that we we're working on getting in a getting a curriculum for is squinting. Yeah. Because, you know, yes. a good bad guy has to have the squint. You got it. And an occasional squint from a hero doesn't hurt. That's right. Or squint back to the to yeah, the out, out squint the bad guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the Hoppy films had the same guy um, quite a bit that kind of played the same one, and I can't remember. Andy Clyde? There was two of them. No, no, the, the, the bad guys in uh, oh. the Hoppies. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Hoppies. Yeah, I, the I, the I can't first is Hoppies that, that were yeah. kind of always the, you know, kind of, you know, you know that they're the ones that are going to choose somebody or they're going to take something. It's, it's like watch. It's like watching old home movies, isn't it? When when you come yeah. across those. <laughs> well, you know, here's an interesting thought. You know, I was, I'm going to ask you about the silence, but you know, so many, especially like you look at the Hoppies, the very early Hoppies, and all of the Bar Twenty Cowboys. These were guys that the clothes you saw them wearing in the show mm-hmm. were probably the clothes he wore, he wore to the set and wore home. They were yeah. their own clothes because these guys were the real deal. Yep. And you know, you you had this whole pool of of cowboys that would winter in California and then just decided to stay on. But you look at you look today and this is what drives me nuts is back then if you had an actor that couldn't ride, they'd double him just as soon as they just so they got him with, and they they made the actor never look bad because you thought he could ride. Yeah. Nowadays they, they, they insist the directors insist on seeing the him riding mm-hmm. and the guys can't ride. And I don't care if you're Lawrence Olivier mm-hmm. Uh, doing the best scene you've ever done in your life, you get up on the horse and you can't ride, you've just destroyed your character believability. Yeah, yeah, agree. So much. So, Bunker, did you, um, did, um, you ever see the book? The, um, I sent a picture of it to, uh, Harry, the, uh, uh, the Gulch, um, posse, um, the Jack Montgomery biography. Written by his daughter, Baby Peggy. I, oh yes, God, that's one of the Hollywood Posse. That's one of the yeah. greatest books ever written. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Oh, I love I love the stories there when they when the cowboys tried to kill Cecil B. DeMille. <laughs> he tried twice. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I, and, and her dad. So much. Her dad was. Oh. Her dad was just something. I, I wish somebody would make a movie on his life because this guy, he was the king of, of the of the uh, horsebackers out there. Todd Roberts, you got anything to throw in there? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, what Barb brings to when she's watching a Western, which is something I wish more people did, was she's, you know, looking for... Authentic, uh, authentic people who can ride authentic uh, horses, authentic saddles, and so on. And also, you know, like our good friend Danny Melton, he picks all the films apart based on guns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I do it with hats and gun leather. Um, uh-huh. And Barb coming at it with the other way. And, you know, Barb, it's funny, we were talking about uh, films you like to watch where somebody rides well. Um, I would love to have your opinion on on the two best writers in all of Hollywood. One you know, the other one you don't. Gary Cooper, who was a great writer, is a ranch and boy. Had to, well, but he had an injury, which uh, made him learn how to re-ride, so he had less vibration uh, because busted he had hip. a he had a busted yeah hip. busted hip. And the other one that nobody knows about is Bing Crosby. He was probably the best horseman in all of Hollywood, um, other than Will Rogers and, and uh, uh, Walt Disney. But 
they knew they could the studio knew they could never put him in a western so well, what but about he was rhythm, in a rhythm on the range well uh, okay we have one uh, one hen's tooth there but uh, <laughs> but you, you know, know yes yes he's riding and i kind of read, read a, um a little bit of biography of well one he loved race horse racing but he was head of a horse person yeah you know? yeah in his yeah, early he also, whatever yeah, but he, he grew up riding in Spokane, where he was from, a little cow town in Washington. And that, you know, he that he was a bona fide horseman. Uh, oh, the he other was one two, of the greatest saddle bronc riders to ever live. Well, and, and of course, you know, the other one being uh, Will Rogers and, and Bing Cro- uh, uh, Walt Disney, because uh, Disney loved to play polo, and he taught himself how to... How to ride and played so. at Will at Will Rogers' place, right? Yeah. Well, right, yeah, and it was extremely competitive. In <laughs> fact, he was so competitive that he built a riding rink outside his office so he would go and practice on lunch hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we you you when when you get down to it, you gotta you gotta look at guys, Joel McRae. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben yeah. Johnson, Hoot uh-huh. uh, yeah. Gibson, Tim McCoy. These guys. There, there's a. There's. I don't remember the name of. It's one of the early McCoys in sound. He's he's chasing the bad guy, and the bad guy's. It's like a big meadow. He comes out of the trees, rides across the meadow, and back then, you know, they didn't cut. Here come. Here uh-huh. comes the colonel. About halfway across the meadow, the horse goes down. It uh-huh. wasn't a thought. It wasn't planned. Horse goes down. He stays with the horse. Gets him up and goes and goes riding right out. Was that Shake? Huh? Was he riding Shake? I don't know who he was riding, but I'll, I'll guarantee you that's the way it. That's the way it was. That's the way it is. And they kept it in because back in those days, they you know they didn't go back and reshoot stuff. Sure. If somebody survived it, it went on. In fact, they might they might even change the script a little bit to make it work. Because mm-hmm. I also look at how they switch horses from time to time and know which horse they're riding. Yes. And then well, also some of even the kids. That are you know in some these how they you know they either work some riders like the cowboys that was a fabulous where they yeah. taught everyone how to ride and the yeah. kids were riding or they have to start riding a, a bareback or they're yeah. having to go behind and you know, these kids are riding well. And, that's well, a, that's a sleeper movie, I think. Well, yeah. you know, plus you know when you get out there and you got the cast horse or the star horse, I don't care if it's Topper, Champion, Trigger. There's all the other there's all the other champions and triggers. You got the chase horse, you got the uh, the uh, the photo horse, right, which is yeah. for the question, which is the star horse, and then you got you got double horses for guys doing saddle falls or horse falls, and the people don't realize that you know there may be five triggers working on that movie. Right. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's uh, take our final commercial break here on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. We're talking with Barb Whitus. Uh, she's a riding instructor and loves westerns, and that's why she's with us. Here on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker de France, and Todd Roberts. The land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were filmed. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. 
Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard-earned dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that wants you as a client, not just as a customer. This is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name, but the same great service you've come to expect. Imus Wilkinson is now Wilkinson Wealth Management. 7411 East Tanker Verde in Tucson. 520-777-1911. Read classic Western comics anytime at VoicesOfTheWest.net. Hello? I'm Mr. Red. No doubt you've heard about rescue groups for dogs and cats. But did you know there's a rescue group for horses? That's right. It's called Horse It Around Rescue. Founders Steve Boyce and Teresa Worrell are helping out all those equine victims of neglect and cruelty by giving them a place to restore their health and wellness. And Horse It Around provides a nurturing and natural environment where horses can be horses. So they can be adopted out into forever homes. More than 120 horses, mules, and donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horse It Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horse It Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website, horseitaroundrescue.org. Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horseitaroundrescue.org. As we recognize the service of America's men and women in uniform, let's also honor the families who sacrifice so much every day. Military families endure frequent deployments and separations. They carry on while their loved ones are sent into harm's way and wait patiently for their safe return. If you really want to honor a veteran, look for ways to support their families and thank them for their sacrifices. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out how you can help. All right, listeners, you like Westerns, right? You're darn I mean, you do listen to this program. So you want a chance to tell the rest of the world which Westerns you think are the best? I'm always ready to back up whatever I say. Here's how. Email us your picks for your top five Westerns. Tell us why you think those five are the best cowboy movies. You got any more you want to say on the subject? Each month, we'll pick one entry and offer you the chance to talk about your choices as a guest on our live stream and resulting podcast of the Voices of the West program. Pretty simple, right? We want to hear from you. But we have our men scouring the valley. Email your list to Best Westerns, Voices of the West at gmail.com. I guess that's all we need to hear. It seems to me, Sheriff, if the names are fitting you, that some protection ought to be given the folks that pioneered our valley. This country is overridden with rustlers and killers, and nothing's been done about it. This is the Voices of the West. Listen to this music all day long. Oh, yeah. And in fact, I do. And was going to be on our new radio show. That's right. Welcome back to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. Harry Alexander Bunker to France. Todd Roberts with you. And uh, we're talking with Barb Whitus. And uh, she's a uh, horse trainer by trade and loves to watch westerns. And that's why she's with us. That's because right. she loves to watch westerns. Hey, and, Barb. Uh, <clears throat> how, how is Pookie and Kitty Boo Boo doing? <laughs> Exceptionally well. They're hanging out, trying to stay warm. They haven't been out in the snow for probably a month or two. <laughs> and they are really, there's the little kitties. Pookie's the white one at that because uh, he's a Irish mimp. Mimp. He's whatever. <laughs> and Kitty Boo Boo was named by a, a kid. <laughs> and I bet, there's not, I bet there's not a safe mouse in the barn. I'm sure. Absolutely not. And then we got our pistol and trigger. How funny. Oh, that's cool. Yes. That is so cool. Well, let me ask you here now. Uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, your favorites. Uh, you sent a list into Harry. 
Actually, she did, her list considered consisted of of Hoppy, Johnny Mac Brown, John Wayne, uh-huh. and that was plenty. That was enough. That, that was, was enough. enough. <laughs> well, let, let, let well, but me, I just let, added all the Roy's and Jeans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you this then, because you know we we're big fans of the silence and the early '30s, especially especially Harry and myself and Todd, and you know the guys that that they're forgotten today. But Buck Jones, oh. and Ken Maynard, uh. especially Kermit Maynard, oh, yeah. uh, Hoot Gibson, all of those guys, uh, and I know you're 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 close to my age. Uh, no, she's I got not. to see she's a closer bu- to my age. Oh, closer. Okay, well, she's just a young thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I know they had them on TV. Did you get to watch any of these guys? And what did you think of? Them? Yeah, yeah, I've watched. Some of them, and um, I have them recorded, and so I, I go through and watch them. And nice. you know, they were like, "Oh wow, oh, wow!" Yeah, you know that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, this is where I could see the other one came from. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, I enjoy those. I don't. Uh, well, those were talking. But I have one or two of the topics. Have you want, have you seen any movies of late that uh, oh, that inspire you in any fashion as far as Give loving and yeah and so far as loving westerns, Barb? Um, I guess I can't think of because I haven't watched too many. Uh, I if some the the Silverados and um, some of those you know those I kind of watch them. And or Five Mile Creek or something like that. I watch some of them and I go, I don't know. I just do not accept nostalgia for yeah. that kind of old formula. Yeah. So I watch them and they're okay. I watch yeah. some of the the series that were the newer ones um, or the Selleck, Tom Selleck and mm-hmm. Sackett ones. Yeah. And the, um, yeah. Uh, Sam ones. Yes, I do like those. Okay. <laughs> well, I would I highly recommend that you uh, look for any of the movies that are done by Running Wild Films, Travis Mills. Right, yes, I've been hearing about those, yeah. So check those out because I think you will enjoy them very much. Um, Travis produces and directs them and and writes them and and usually is uh, in a cameo. Yeah, Yeah. but the point of the matter is he tells a very, very good story. He's old fashioned. He's kind of like a Medicare yeah. John Ford. Exactly. He know. tells a really, really good story. So I highly recommend you check out uh, his films. He's got twelve of them. Twelve he's got westerns. More than that. <laughs> well, he's got yeah. more films than that, but he's got twelve westerns that you can find readily available and uh, highly recommend. Them. What do you think of uh, this? Is fairly contemporary going. To- well, not that much anymore, but open range with uh, Duvall and uh, Cos- Kevin Annette Benning and Curly Kevin Costner. Yeah. Um, I like it, except it gets a little too violent. Yeah, you know they have to show mm-hmm. too much. Of it. That's the only part I'm not. You know that's that was my complaint about uh, watching modern day westerns versus watching the bees. Uh, in the bees, you, you you know there's a lot of violence. Of course, there's they're shoot 'em ups and whatnot. But in the contemporary westerns, there is shoot 'em ups. In other words, the guy comes into the bank with a double barrel shotgun, levels it, and blows the teller's head off. And they wipe out half the town on it, the way out. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to see that kind. Kind of stuff. I don't think, but well, that's my know, opinion. That's a good exa- that's a good uh, good point because uh, there was a film out just a couple of years ago, a remake, Magnificent Seven. Yep, Love that yep, movie. Yep, yep. The remake was was a joke. It was horrible. Yeah. Too much violence and just illogical. When you got a gallon gun that can shoot three hundred and sixty degrees around <laughs> the hotel, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Trying to be pan uh, yeah. back and forth. <laughs> yeah, when when the war wagon did the Gatling gun, they didn't. There wasn't that much blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, Barb. Point. All right, Barb. We're uh, running out of time here, so uh, uh, it's time for shameless shameless promotion. Tell us about uh, how folks can find your website and your particular business and send their daughters to you. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's real easy. It's uh, www.kayleyfarm.com. All right, and and, uh, and and you'll find all the information that you want yeah, on there. We got the, yeah, I mean, we got the website is up and running, and uh, 
The only thing I was going to say is that I my horse's name is Destry. <laughs> and I, I get a reaction where the people look at you and go, Dusty, Dusty, Denny, Dusty, Dusty, whatever. And I go, oh, your age is showing or not showing. You Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Have you got anything interesting coming up? Any any trips you got planned? Uh, when are you going to come out and visit us again? Hopefully the beginning of May um, for the Tombstone Monument Ranch um, cattle drive. All right. Good. Very good. Barb Whitus, so. thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Appreciate it very much. It's been I appreciate real... it, and I really enjoyed talking, talking to you instead of yelling at my phone. <laughs> See, now, nobody answers. See, now you can go out in the field, ride in the tractor, and listen yeah. to this podcast. And get buried and, in the snow. And get buried in the snow and, and, start, and start yelling at the <laughs> damn phone again. <laughs> yeah, there's another two inch. We're, we're into the top ten. Most snowiest winters for the last 150 years. My mm. God. Gosh. Good thing that we live in wow. the desert. All right. Yes. Thank you, I Barb. I miss it. I miss it. Uh, we'll come on down and visit and uh, hook up. We'll, we'll be we'll be here. We'll be happy to show you around and whatnot. Anyway, thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Next time we get together on Amal Franzi's Voices of the West, boy, howdy, have we got a good show Yee-haw. for you. The man's name is Jerry Martin. And oh. I'm just going to leave it at that and uh, watch watch the website. It's a mystery. Watch our, watch our website for the identity of Jerry Martin. Watch our Facebook page for the identity of Jerry Martin. You Who will, is Jerry Martin? You will be not flummoxed, but you will be quite impressed, I think. I uh, you think you'll be surprised. Thank you very much, Harry Alexander, Bunker DeFrance, and Todd Roberts. 78, 79, 80 old westerns. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West.